serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, it's Tuesday's portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right. Look yeah. at all those people in front of Miralago. What are we looking at? I'm just looking at them all. They got the, they're holding the flags and oh. the Trump signs in front of Miralago. He's not even home. I don't see that many people, to be honest. One is too much. I see 10 people. Yahweh. Too many people there. (laughs) How much do you have to love a human being? (laughs) If the Beatles came here and they were in front of my house, (laughs) I don't know if I'd even peek outside to look. Unless John was there. Well, that would be interesting. But he can just come in the house anyways. Oh, I got to invite him in. Oh, he's not a vampire. Oh, for Pete's sake. (laughs) Gosh. We'll, um... We'll hit a little of this Trump Mar-a-Lago uh, riot, uh, riot, uh, 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 raid, raid. Sorry, at four o'clock, midterm mayhem. Uh, we bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the twenty twenty two midterm election. Mayhem. Will uh, Republicans use this to campaign for months, um, or is this something that's going to quiet down relatively quick? Will we hear what were in those boxes that they took? Uh, and I'll tell you, if they didn't find something good, the FBI's in some big trouble. So yeah. we'll talk about it in about an hour. All right. How catastrophic is Arizona's teacher shortage? Well, let me give you a, just a couple examples. Um, you know, my wife was a teacher of almost 30 years. We have a lot of friends who are teachers. And, you know, we hear and talk to a lot of teachers. And so far this year, I got to tell you, there's some there. There's it's rough. <laughs> Put it that way, it's rough. First of all, we got 2,300 teacher vacancies, right? Yeah. Okay, that is a that's a lot. That's more than last year. But uh, you know, we've we've heard of some stories of teachers in the classroom, and listen, I give them credit for trying, but they shouldn't be there. I don't like the fact that Ducey has lowered the bar, basically said anybody can go and teach, which just is crazy. You know, just putting a warm body in there is not going to teach your kid. So just a couple quick examples, Chad. Uh, a friend of ours is in uh, is a fourth grade teacher, and they're telling us that there's, uh, uh, you know, it's really, it's, it's a kid who graduated high school, is not going to college, and is teaching and doesn't know what is going what on from, uh, I mean, like a, a third grade class. They're babysitting, not teaching. That's not good enough. No, it's not good enough. There was another story. There was someone who wanted to become a first-year teacher, right? Went into the interview, and this is before the school year started, and said, listen, um, uh, I'm going to ma- I'm, I, I don't need any trouble, you know, trouble kids in my, oh, that's right. in my class. Uh, I want the best of the best. Uh, I don't want really, you know, I don't want parents emailing me and all that kind of stuff. So if you want me to teach and they need an an opening, if you want me to do it, you know, I'll do it. But you have to give me the best of the best. And if that's not the case, I'm just going to walk. And they're like, "Okay, you got it. Yeah, it's not like this person was like, she's got three doctorates. She's they're they're chasing her down. No, she just knows I've got you over a barrel. Absolutely. So more than 2000 teacher vacancies uh, in Arizona. And I don't, I don't know how we're going to fix this problem, but yesterday we did speak to someone out in your neck of the woods, yeah, Casa Grande, and the school system out there is saying four day school weeks, four day school weeks. Teachers seem to like it better. We can fill the position easier. 
Um, and ha- does it save them money? Well, my so my uh, my stepkids, uh, Finn and Lily, they went to school in Eloy, not too far away. Another phenomenal place to live. <laughs> You're up in Eloy now in the show. You know, uh, (laughs) Valley of the Dirt People. But they went to Toltec, and they went to school there. And they, like four years ago, were already going to school four days a week. And one of the big things is, especially this time of year, uh, it saves them money. They don't have to run any of the utilities. Saves the school money. Yeah, saves the school a a boatload of cash throughout the year. And it was, was, they they like that. And, Hmm. you know, uh, but they've been doing this for a while. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think it's an interesting idea. We've got a lot of vacancies. There's almost 2,300 general teacher vacancies in the state, along with more than 800 special education teacher openings. And that's in addition to 100 plus counselor vacancies, plus more than 100 speech pathologist openings. All right, so we got a lot of openings. Two-thirds of school districts surveyed say that there are more teacher vacancies now than in recent years. Mesa Public Schools, the largest district in the state, tells me it has 100 teacher vacancies. Phoenix Union High School District also has about 100 openings. PV Schools has 60 full-time teaching openings, plus some part-time positions open as well. Uh, it's just, that's flabbergasting. It's unbelievable. And school resource officers, too, right? They're they're uh, very short on school resource. I mean, if you want a job and... And you've got a teaching degree or you want to work inside of education in some way. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, plenty of seats still available is what they're saying. Yeah. But why would you want to take that job right now? That is not a fun job. Well, you, if you could go in and demand, <laughs> I want I want nothing but the straight A kids. Uh, and I'd like them to train themselves. Can you get that? <laughs> then maybe you think about doing it. Oh. I, I have no idea. You know what the real problem is? I'll tell you what the real problem is. The real problem is that people... And teachers like my wife and all of her friends and dozens of people that we know who are teachers left. That's the problem. A lot of them didn't want to leave, but they had to because they're our age and they've done it for 30 years and they're going to rip their hair out if they stay another day. It's just become too hard with parents having access to a teacher 24-7 with all the grading the teacher has to do throughout the weekend um, to all, you know, to, to all the BS work, right? Yeah. To, oh, you got to go to that meeting. And then uh, if you want a little bit of a race, that's the hoop over there that you got to jump through. And so I think the real problem is, you know, we have all these people who have left uh, because they just couldn't take it anymore. You've got lawmakers calling them educational terrorists. Oh, that's horrific. Yeah. That is horrific. But again, this is understand that 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 when politics gets mixed up in anything and we've saw it over well throughout the year, the last several years brewing up across the country and it ends up in, you know, fights at uh, you know, whether it be at school board meetings and then the whole thing with COVID, you, you, there is this was always going to have a chance of of going sideways and you've got politicians here. Let's be real. Who who is it? Wendy Rogers has said that? Who called him a? Or was uh, it Michelle Eugenie? Eugenie Rita. Yeah, who's paying attention to that? Honestly, I, you're probably right. You know, you're probably right. Who's paying attention to that? But but here's the thing, you know, she's not a household name. Okay, I think she lost her election. She oh, I know what she did. Um, but when when a lawmaker says that, you're going to get attention. Uh, and I just can't think of anything worse to say to a teacher. You're an educational terrorist. Yeah. Screw you. Who, who the hell are you? Yeah. Wait, you. Well, what, why, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? For $40,000 a year? 
I'm not doing this anymore. No. So we've we've really dug a hole for ourselves here in Arizona. And now we've got this massive catastrophic teacher shortage. Um and it's it's all it does in the end is hurt our children. And by the way, it doesn't help us that a good portion of the rest of the nation also going through shortages because it makes the finding teachers to come and work here even tougher when you know they can go elsewhere and get more money right away. Right. And we talk about the billboards that are off the I-17 and they're from Dallas, Texas that say, if you want to teach and make a lot more money, move to Dallas. Yeah, cheaper living now. Man. Man, you get to live in Dallas. Not bad. It's not bad. I no, like Dallas. I like that Dallas, cool. too. I, right. I knew a guy from Texas named Steve. He was weird. Is he weird? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he looked like a duck yesterday. All right. Coming up next, um, why don't we do this? This is pretty interesting. Do you always wake up on the right side of the bed? I don't know how you do it after two hours of just two hours of sleep. But there's a new scientific formula that promises you will wake up in a good mood if you do this. Okay. All right. Okay. Coming up next on the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That is us. You guys are you. Don't forget that. Thank you. Sometimes people forget. No, they don't forget. They do. They do. Well, don't forget to go to KTAR.com. Do it. Take the Gatos BQ poll question It's a huge poll, too, by the way, kids. It's brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. How will you remember the iconic Olivia Newton-John? One of my all-time favorites. Shut up, Jeff. So mean. As a poster in my bedroom, as late nights fade away. Did you have a poster when you were a kid? Of course. Right next to Heather Thomas. I was really a Heather Thomas fan. Okay. You guys could check her out on a Fall Guy. Great show. Okay. How will you remember Olivia Newton-John as she passed away yesterday? A, her music. B, her movies. C, her public battle with breast cancer. And D, her boyfriend's mysterious disappearance. <laughs> Now we can come out of hiding. The strangest. Did they ever find that guy? Now they they have classified him as missing, missing and dead. But there have been way too many right? uh, sightings of him in places like Mexico. And I'm like, man, how crazy do you have to be? <laughs> to that go. was like what 2005. Yeah, yeah. They've been. They were dating. Well, we were off and on. He jumped off a boat. <laughs> how do you not like this music, Chad? She's not sanitary, baby. That's what I care about. Would you like to hear this version or the one where I sang with her on the air? Oh, my God. Sorry. You're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, KTAR.com. Take the big cue. Her music, by the way, is leading the way. Is it really? 71% of people say it is her music. Yeah. Which they were... The now, boyfriend. do you consider that her music? I yes. do, yeah. yeah. And physical, and uh, the magic was it a magic song? Magic, yeah. yeah. uh huh. Physical a good song. was her biggest hit. Ten weeks at number one. Fantastic. Ten weeks at number one. All right, um, Becky Lynn, do you wake up on the right side of the bed? You're somebody I think. I'm just. I'm gonna. You're cheery in the morning. Yes or no? I'm thinking yes. I'm I'm decently cheery in the morning. Okay, Chad. I think Chad's like he wakes up. And he jumps out of bed and hits his head on the ceiling because yeah. he's just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, kind of, that, not that that's happened, but I definitely am like Tigger. <laughs> I have to be, I have to make myself get up, though. Okay. And once I get up and kind of get going, then I'm, I'm the one that talks. And it's like, shut up. 
Shut up. So the reason I say this is there's a there's a new formula to wake up in a good mood. Okay, because some people when they wake up, it's like, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. Or you like chat. You're bouncing. You know, you're waking up everybody. It's two in the morning. Chad's you're ready to go. kind of like Tigger. In a yeah, way. I am Tigger. I'm yes. bouncing around. Boing, 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 boing. So here it is. A mathematician thinks she's found the perfect morning routine. All right. Let's hear it. Let's see if it's any good. This might apply to us something interesting. So this is how Anne-Marie Imifedon says you could have the best start in your morning. It's a formula that takes into account the minutes you would spend eating breakfast. Okay. All right. Uh, the minutes that you eat breakfast. Exercising and showering a lot. So <laughs> who does that? So zero. Right. Breakfast. I take a shower before I go to bed at night. Workout. Shower. I'm doing like uh, one of them. <laughs> one of the three. Are you doing any of them? Do you sit down for breakfast, Becky Lynn? No, no, I don't. I don't eat breakfast till like nine thirty. This is a stupid formula. Powering along with how long you sleep the night before, a couple other factors in there as well. So she says all of it eventually should add up to a number of thirty-seven or more. That's the ideal number of minutes you would need to start. Or at least have a good start in the day. Do you understand any of that? Yeah, so what you, what you do is you throw this out and you just realize, hey, it's a day and I'm alive. So 37 minutes? 37 minutes should, I don't understand. So the, you, that should be the breakfast, showering, and exercising Yeah, if, if you're over 37 minutes, that... Then your morning stinks. Then your morning's going to be good? It says all of it eventually should add up to 37 or more. Which is the ideal number of minutes you need for a good start to the day. Okay. So oh, in thir- after a good night's sleep. Yeah. So does that mean for the first 37 minutes of the day, you've got to eat, work out, and shower? Yes. That's exactly that's ridiculous. ridiculous. No, that ain't, it's not happening. That's Apparently, not. she has never, ever been a human. <laughs> that's right. That doesn't happen like uh, that, No, kids. it does not happen. You know, if you... Are- I will. This is true. If you're going, if you have to be at work at say eight thirty, yeah, Ugh, then it dream. might. You'd get out of bed, yeah, probably gulp some coffee, maybe sit down and if eat you're breakfast, in a rush, jump in the shower, or right. do a little workout and jump in the shower, mm. and then I would just want to go back to bed. I just go back to bed. Forget it. Yeah. Or you know what? Just work from home. It's fine. It's the dumbest formula. I'm not so, good at math, but that's a dumb that? formula. Why did you bring that? To well, us? I thought it'd be oh. interesting. Coming up next. Becky Lynn, are you ready for your 3.30 newscast? Yes. Are you ready for us to in, in, interrupt your 3.30 newscast? I guess I'll are you have sure? to be. Did you add up to 37? <laughs> I don't know. We call that holding up the headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. Oh, it's 3.30 and you know what that means. Becky Lynn has her newscast. And we're about to interrupt it. We call it holding up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. Here's our top story. KTAR told you about the $20,000 increase in pay for recruits in the Phoenix Police Department. But leaders from the Phoenix Law Enforcement Association say higher ranking officers aren't going to receive the same. Daryl Kriplin with PLEA tells Mike Broomhead Show their hourly rate went up, but not their total compensation. Guys like myself that are the you know some of the most senior officers in the department realized the $159 a year increase yesterday. So it works out about $0.07 cents an hour. He 
explained senior officers will eventually see an increase, but in some cases, it could take up to two years. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Yeah, but if you go year after year after year with the Phoenix Police Department and you don't have enough officers and you're not enticing people to join, money talks. Absolutely. Money talks big time. And uh, like everything, I mean, we're looking at it. You know, one of the places you got to look is go look at the pharmaceutical world, right? The pharmacies are so short that and what a nightmare it was over the last several months where you had to wait hours and hours. Now imagine this to police officers. You got to pay them. And it's frustrating, but at the same time, I don't think they're mad at the officers getting the race. I think they're mad at the city for not figuring out a way to get them something. We're holding up the headlines. Well, it's not just Arizona. With just weeks before the school year begins everywhere in this country, the national teacher shortage has school districts on high alert all across the country, with hundreds of districts desperately trying to fill hundreds of open positions. Randy Weingarten is the president of the American Federation of Teachers and tells ABC News there are a number of factors that are likely contributing to the shortage. We've had a teacher shortage for a long time. It's worse this year because of the after effects of COVID. But it's also worse this year because of the politics of the situation, because of the culture wars, because of the book banning, because of the shaming and blaming of teachers. And, of course, there's the money issue. Weingarten also says the money's there, but the will needs to be there. She's awful, by the way. She is. She is the uh, uh, she's the head of all the teachers and you know, for the unions. But she is, uh, is she's that, a big part of why there's culture wars is she in push, California. Uh, no, I think she's in D.C. OK, uh, she's a big part of why they push, uh, you know, all the gender things and all the, the stuff that you see. We've gotten away from learning and it's all about feelings and everything else. It's a big part of what she's done with a lot of the unions and whatnot. I don't know who she is, but all I can say is for Arizona, we're allowing college students to step in and instruct children. Uh, if you're a high school graduate and you got no teaching degree, you can be in a classroom. Uh, you have to ask yourself as a parent, is that the teacher you want for your kid? I think the answer is no. And that's what we've allowed here. Uh, and that's why we've got a major struggle and a huge catastrophic teacher shortage and hundreds of great teachers, one like my wife, you know, who couldn't take it anymore and had to leave after 30 years. Uh, you treat teachers poorly, this is what you get. You get somebody who has no idea what they're doing in the classroom. And I really feel bad for those people. And and that's what's going to continue. We're holding up the headlines. KTAR Eyes on Immigration. The port of entry in Nogales has seen a big spike in drugs crossing the border this month. KTAR's Luke Forstner is live in the news center with more. Yeah, Becky, they're hidden in concealed compartments, stashed in spare tires, and even found in the frame of a walker. Nogales Port Director Michael Humphreys says Customs and Border Protection officers have seen big busts in the past few days. So there was one seizure that had uh, approximately 391,000 fentanyl pills. Another one had approximately 420,000. In total, more than 1.1 million fentanyl pills were seized in a seven-day period. Humphrey says while that's a larger than normal amount, this year has been bigger for fentanyl seizures than 2021. Live in the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. Uh, it's ugly, it's nasty, one pill will kill, and that is so true. And the sad thing is, uh, a lot. We know where it comes from. China. China. And here's something else. Because of Nancy Pelosi and China throwing a fit, they've stopped helping us and will not talk to us about trying to slow down fentanyl coming here because they're mad at us. We're holding up the headlines.
Phoenix VA has a rat problem, oh. and the site's community living center has been shut down. Oh. It's not known how the rats entered the facility, but the monsoon weather may have played a role. It drives uh, infestations of different animals into the different buildings across the Phoenix area, and we are currently dealing with a rodent issue that's happening within the medical center. Interim Medical Center Director Michael Welsh says the problem was first noticed by an employee who spotted chewed ceiling tile. He explains patients have been moved from the Phoenix location into other VA facilities. Welsh says there have been no bites or infections stemming from the infestation. Colton Krolak, KTAR News. Uh, if that story doesn't tick you off, I don't know what does. My goodness, we just don't take care of our veterans. We really don't. And you want to, you know what, maybe it's the monsoon, maybe not. But, you know, this is, we, we've heard of this before. In places where veterans are. Remember Walter Reed all those years ago, the rat problem? It's just, it makes me furious. It's like these guys and gals are heroes. And what do we do? We don't care. Oh, we we got rats in the ceiling. Eh, they'll go away. It's just the monsoon. How we treat our veterans and the fact that there's never any repercussions for anybody there uh, across the board. Like nobody was paying attention to this. Nobody knew this was a possibility. This won't be the last time we'll talk about this. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that just makes me furious. And if it doesn't make you furious, I don't know what to say to you. Holding up the headlines. Huge surge of monsoon moisture expected to bring heavy rain to many parts of Arizona later today and tonight. Benji Johnson with the National Weather Service in Flagstaff says they've issued a flood watch for Flag, the Grand Canyon, Prescott Basin, and many other areas. It is a big, big area for a pretty widespread threat. So some areas will experience flash flooding today. Tough to pinpoint exactly where, but that's why we have the flood watch out. Among the areas of most concern, Flagstaff and surrounding communities that have already dealt with bad flooding after the pipeline fire on the San Francisco peaks. Of course, here in the valley, we're under a flood watch as well until 2 a.m. <sighs> I'm woken up last night by the big wind outside. Am I? Do I? Do I have my stuff together today? Because I, I got a little less sleep. You oh, know, wow, am I a little a punchy? Oh, I got like uh, nine hours last night. I got 37 minutes. Of I got about seven and a half hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> that makes all the difference. <laughs> I was uh, the rain. Was going for the time I left my house early this morning till I drove in here, and it was it was I was telling him it wasn't like a monsoon where it was like hitting and moving. It was just regular steady rain all the way here. And man, I tell you what, we need it, but oh, it's annoying. We're, we're going to do a story on this this week. We're going to find this out. The temperatures have been so amazing, not only in August but in July and even in June. I I want to know, and we'll find this out. We'll do a segment about it. Is this the most mild summer? In decades in Arizona. Sure feels like it. Because I don't know if you want, we can measure the rain as well, but I'm talking temperature wise. Because people always want to leave right in the middle of summer and I get it. No need to do that now. This is just an incredible summer with the temperatures. Is it even 100 degrees today? No. 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 Oh, but the humidity no. is. It's not that bad. I don't know. I think it's pretty bad. I would know. I'm not outdoors. We're holding well, that's up. true. We're in the air. Condition. We're holding up the headlines. Yes, you are. Oh, you my. can't use the term oh. make sense. Jeez. None of this makes sense. The FBI raided Donald Trump's Florida residence early yesterday, reportedly looking for at least 15 boxes of documents. Former FBI agent Steve Hooper tells the Mike Broomhead show this was not in line with his 30 years of experience. To do this under the cover of darkness early in the morning at a former president's house was highly, highly unusual. Hooper says unless there's evidence of a major criminal act, he expects the blowback to be serious. What was the under the cover of darkness? I thought they got there at 10 a.m. Am I wrong? I 
don't. I think the the I I don't know. Did they or did they not? Did they arrive earlier and then more people came? Maybe. Well, no matter what, they yeah. better have something. They better have because something. because if they, all they got was fifteen boxes that they deemed to be super extra classified, and really it's all about you know it's pictures of him and Kim Jong Un. We even spoke to uh, you know Brad Garrett. You know earlier he said, "Come on, every, all of these guys uh, take something," and it's it, you better have something more than that. But but what Brad Garrett also told us was. This had to get this had to get approval from so many different people, from attorneys to people with the with the with the FBI to judges. I mean, they they had to have something on Trump. You would think. You would think, but how many times have you heard that? Megan McCain. She says if they don't have the goods on him, right? Then guess what? He'll be welcome back to the White House in 2024. I have no doubt in my mind. You just you just told him yesterday, "Hey, run for office." He's already running. I don't know. I think he was already running. I just think that you better have something when you go into a former president's house. You better you better know what you're going to acquire Absolutely. when you get there. And I don't think we're going to know what it is what they got for months. Every day at three, we call it holding up the headlines. All right, still to come. Midterm mayhem. Mayhem. 405. We bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. And um, how will Trump's, you know, how will the raid on, on Trump's Merlago uh, home affect midterm races in Arizona? Can I still do Trump? Is it still? Absolutely. Sound, Please guys? do. Even behind bars. Does it sound okay? Uh, you know, is it awful? Steve, you do a good one. I Does like Steve, Steve do a good one? Steve does a really good job. Really? Do for Steve. I, you I mean, don't do a better Trump than me. Yeah, come on, Sniffles. Mar-a-Lago. Well, quite frankly, <laughs> I don't know how good it is. It's good. It's good. I it's like it. It's not as good as mine. I like yours. We'll be right back. Fantastic. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chat Show. That's me playing the drums. Thanks, man. Hey, coming up in uh, about uh, 15 minutes, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Every day at 4 p.m., we bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. And how will the Trump raid affect the midterm races in Arizona? Will it affect the midterm races in Arizona? We're going to talk about it. So stick around for that. All right. Uh, yesterday, we had the mayor of Phoenix on, uh, Kate Gallego, and she's uh, handed out money to police officers. Good. Good. You know, we got to pay the cops more. They put their lives on the line. They got to deal with a whole bunch of crap out there. Uh, they're going to get uh, cops that are coming in, rookie police officers. It's going to go from uh, 48K to 68K. It's a good chunk of change. That is a nice chunk of change. What are the other cops getting? Because you know, we did, a- you did ask her this, this in a matter of speaking yesterday. I don't think she answered your question well. But, that a shocker. Well, politicians do that. Uh, what are the other cops getting? Uh, 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 nothing. Are, no, nothing. No, nothing much. No, nothing to write home about. Okay. Is that okay? Because, I, listen, you know, can you pay every single police officer all at once in, in the Phoenix Police Department? I don't know. I don't know. But I what I do know is if you're down hundreds of officers and yeah. you need to fill those slots, you got to pay some money. You got to show you got to show people you're serious. Here, here, here. You, you know, usually you'd come in at 48. Now you're coming in at 68. See, here's what I would have done. And there's two things you could have done. You could have said, "Look, we got twenty thousand per per new officer. We could split it up, give a signing bonus, 
you know, maybe uh, take 13000 and give it to the new officers and, and entice them there. But 13000 doesn't pop like 20000 Take pops. the other 7000 though, and, and spread it out amongst other officers. Something else you could have done, which I thought would have been interesting, is, you know, one of the big retainers, you know, and we've talked, we got our buddy Jamie, who, who that's kind of his gig now uh, for Phoenix Police, is trying to help retain and, and keep officers happy, is uh, it's not always about money. Some of them make a good wage. Some of the what else can you do where maybe they're going to get a bit of a raise without giving out more money? How can you position you them about better? Something different than money? Yeah, maybe uh, you know an it? extra couple of days off a month, increase their vacation by you know uh, you know two weeks or whatever that you think that you might be able to do. Right. That says, hey, look, we haven't forgot about you. But for a lot of them, it may not be strictly about the money. There's a lot of other things that go into this, but for a younger generation and trying to get new officers in, it might just be only about money. Yeah. Kate Gallego yesterday with us. Recruits will start at uh, over 68,000. That's compared to 48,000 where they were before this adjustment. Okay. Uh, And then uh, Broomhead earlier today had uh, Daryl Crippling on and... From plea. From plea. And he said, well, hold on. Was Gallego a bit misleading? That's where it was a little bit misleading yesterday with the mayor. Um, You know, folks like myself, the most senior officers in the department, um, you know, the way they they did paying the class and comp study, they rolled in our current compensation of career enhancement points and longevity to add to our hourly rate. So while our hourly rate on paper went up, our total compensation did not. And in fact, guys like myself um, that are the you know some of the most senior officers in the department realized a hundred and fifty nine dollar a year increase yesterday. So it works out about seven cents an hour. Yeah, one hundred fifty nine bucks a year increase is uh, it's pretty pretty bad. Yeah, I think you got to pick. You know, do we pay who we currently have more? Or do we keep them at around the same salary, go out and find uh, some some folks who want to be police officers and pay them 20 grand more than they were last year? Yeah. You can't have hundreds and hundreds of slots open. No, no, right. that you can't. Mitch or Mayhem is coming up next.